0: About seven fifteen. Landed during Guther Drew. So she talked about last year that I think she had what a day's notice or two yeah, days notice. On uh-huh. well, this one like had day. hell, what's a six hour notice? Seven hour notice?
1: I wonder what That's airline crazy. she flew to be able to still get a flight. Did they say?
0: Damn sure no it ain't spirit. <laughs> it ain't spirit. Dare she, know spirit. <laughs> she, she, she would
1: just be getting there now. <laughs>
0: For real, for real. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome to the TFW podcast. That's freaking wrestling. You guys already know the best kept secret in wrestling podcasts. We are on episode 55. The Triple Threat, Three to Hardway is here. is here. Ishan is here. I am here. Before I saw that, I was going to ask you guys Fast X came out today on physical media. If you guys don't know, I am a massive movie audio video-holic. So typically I don't, unless it's like Netflix or Peacock, I don't watch digital movies. I buy my movies still on 4K and watch them in our home theater. And the the word around Fast X was just how unbelievable it was in regards to sense of disbelief. You got to completely throw out the window. And a lot of people were saying that they couldn't enjoy it because of that. So my question to you two is what form of entertainment do you allow more of that suspension of disbelief is it wrestling or is it non superhero movies
1: just with technology and computer graphics now it has to be movies it has to be
2: um for me it is if it's fiction like right like mm-hmm. those uh fast movies they've been outrageous for I would I, I, Whenever they rebooted the series and brought all the characters back, it's been getting more and more outrageous every episode. <laughs> I mean, every movie. So uh, I'm okay with that because it's it's a movie. It's not. It's it's almost a fantasy to me, and I suspend my dif- disbelief for a fantasy. And that's interesting, right? Because I said non superhero
0: movies. So you would think if we're okay, which I think we all are okay with, that's some of the fun in movies. Is like no way in the world. Like watching Mission Mission Impossible. This past Mission Impossible, I thought was incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. Besides
0: Spider Man, uh, movie of the year for me. But almost every scene was like, <laughs> no way that that would yeah. never happen in real life. But I enjoyed it. But I'll get irritated a lot of times watching wrestling where there is something that completely takes me out of. I'm already suspending my disbelief already that this is a real fight. We know it's simulated. It's entertainment. But if something like happens that I'm just like, okay, well, that person should probably be dead if that really happened and they're back up working 20 seconds later, it kind of ruins the match for me. So that was kind of interesting when I I saw that. But I am going to pick it up. I've seen all nine of them up to this point. I got to get it and watch it. So
1: which one did you say was you suspended your disbelief the most?
0: Well, it has to be uh, movies. Like I said, I don't really get irritated. With movies, I did get irritated in the Fast movie where I think it was The Rock or maybe Vin Diesel where like they kicked the torpedo and it didn't blow up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They were on like, ice. Yeah. You yeah, talk like, about that
0: for years. How do you just move a <laughs> torpedo with your foot and it just keeps
2: going? Well,
1: like, maybe we, we should look here? up the science in that because it might that might actually legit be realistic. Yeah, thing? Yeah. I got
2: to feel hey, it's not. That wasn't it for me. If You were talking about the Fast movies. The, the moment that got me was The Homeboys in Outer Space.
1: <laughs> that, well, that, was, that was the last right. one. That was the last when, one. Nine, Ludacri-
2: Ludacris and um, Tyrese. Tyrese. They're in, uh, I don't know, it was a cutlass or something. I don't know what they were <laughs> in. But they literally in Outer Space in a cutlass. That like, Bow Wow
1: made up too, right?
2: <laughs> oh my God. That like, I, this is like, this is like. oh, y'all doing too much in these movies now. But it was what it was. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. All right, let's get right into it then. Uh, Roman Reigns injured. Mm. Uh, so now it makes sense. You guys all heard me on Sunday's pod, see me on Twitter, talking about just uh, how lackluster the match was, which for me made the finish even worse because the match never got out of first gear. And now we see why it never got out of first gear. Roman Reigns injured in that match. Uh, It looks like if you go back and and look, there were some clips on on Twitter. And I remember the spot being in Ford Field because I was like, man, that was kind of clunky, like, hmm, okay. But it was a spot where Jay does the suicide dive early in the match. And Roman was not ready for it. He was kind of leaning over the barricade a little bit. And even in the the video, you can hear Jay, as soon as he's about to go through the ropes, he's like, "Uh, watch out, Joe, and hits him. And then Roman says something to him. And then, uh, like, Jay kind of sails at that point, slows down a little bit. And then, you know, hey, it is what it is after that. But it looks like from what they're saying, they're keeping it hushed on the extent of it. He's still scheduled to be at SmackDown. So I don't think it's probably that big of a deal. But he was scheduled to be on the press conference. They did after SummerSlam. He skipped that. It was just Heyman. So now we know why he skipped the press conference also. was probably getting checked out. So hopefully everything is all good with that damn, we do not want any type of injury that can set back this storyline. But WWE puts out yesterday, let me pull this tweet up to make sure I'm not getting it wrong. Because I was like, is that what we're doing right now? Uh, It says, this Friday on SmackDown, Jimmy Uso returns to the island of relevancy to acknowledge the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Hmm. So let WWE social media team tell it jimmy's down with roman
1: okay so more importantly well nothing more important than that but are is it confirmed that he's injured
0: oh for the most part yes
1: okay and is it confirmed he was injured at that spot
0: no they, okay. they well the initial word was it happened early in the match and then of course twitter being the detectives that they are
1: man hey so
0: scouted it and found it and put it up there but i'm sure that's that's what it was
1: okay I think that's one to get clips or to give views for SmackDown. I can't see that happening.
0: You'd hope not, right? Like yeah. Roman, he worked on his own and cause the way Roman's facial expression was like, he didn't know that was happening. Now Heyman had a, the the look on his face. Like he wasn't surprised, but I would hope he just didn't go back to Roman. I don't know, but it is going to be this Friday. Um, I'm interested to see, and we talked about it on Sunday's pod. They'll make it make sense. I still think this was a speed bump. I still think this was a glitch just overall. Now I got to throw the match out because if Roman was working injured, okay, match doesn't count. It is what it is. Now we just take it for face value. Who knows what they had planned for the match. Um, but we know the finish was still what it was going to be, I didn't ask you guys on Sunday, but I'll ask you now. How excited are you for SmackDown to see the follow-up? Are you just as excited as you've always been? Or do you kind of have a, a nasty, bad taste in your mouth of, I'm worried about what we may see?
1: I'm still so super excited like I normally am. I told you when I watched SummerSlam back and watch that final match. I actually really like the match. So for me, nothing changes as far as my excitement for the butt line week to week.
2: Yeah, the uh, the cocoa is cool for me. You know and what does that mean? And, you know, like when you know you get some hot cocoa and it been sitting out for a long time. You come back to it, you go, ooh, it's cold. That's that. That's what that uh, storyline is to me. It's cold. A little chilly. A little chilly. Yeah, it's cold, but I'm still gonna drink it. And I might even enjoy it. I like I like I like chocolate milk too. So, um, but or or
0: too, what you can do is put that cocoa mug in the microwave, nuke it for about 30, 45 seconds, and a lot of times it bounces right back. Could be good as new, and that may would yeah. be
2: what we get this Friday. I, or I, I believe so. I believe so.
1: Or you could be like me, and I drink my coffee that I make early in the morning at like two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon, and it tastes just as good as it did when I first made it.
0: Ugh. Like, <laughs> but that also makes sense of why you like that match. <laughs> it was kind of the same. My thing.
1: expectations, huh? They're, they're just like long. whatever. They're like Super whatever.
2: <laughs> but you know when also, I read that um, that injury, um, you know I, I know you mentioned you said you throw the match away. Like I didn't. Like I I, I can't unsee what I saw. Right? I was even if he's hurt, time. I still was, <clears throat> I still sat there for forty minutes, um, kind of unentertained. Right. So. That 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 uh makes me feel better knowing that, well, not better, like that Roman didn't just intentionally give me a stinker. Like, right, mm-hmm. he did what he could physically do in the match. However, the match still stunk, and the ending was even stinkier. So, you know, look, I, I'm glad that, you know, Roman didn't let me down intentionally, like, right, but it was what it was, and that finish is what it is, and that was planned. And when we talk about, oh, and actually, I, I did, I intentionally didn't send you guys the clip, but uh, somebody found the clip. And I remember the the segment is when the Usos were doing a I think it was a go home promo against uh, Sammy and Kevin right before Mania, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know Jimmy was talking, popping off at the mouth, uh, mouth, and he said that I am the tribal tribal chief. He put the one up, Jay put it up with him because you know yeah, Jimmy it was, was talking was, real reckless at one point. I right? remember
0: that it was something to the effect of when it comes to the Usos. I am the tribal chief. I, I can't remember chief. exactly something like, something what the like line that, yeah. is, but I know that I know that the the the, the punchline was I am the tribal chief.
2: <sighs> you know, it, once it, again, that like, there might be
0: a nugget. They put they dropped for us at that I'm, time, I'm, right? And and we know that they're going to find a way and they're going to be able to find pieces that we probably aren't even thinking of right now. I've seen a lot of theories online of Jimmy's just jealous mm-hmm. of Jay. And I, that doesn't work. Because Jimmy was the one that super kicked Roman to start all this. Um, so that doesn't make sense if he's just jealous of him. Now, could could they go with the angle of you tried to become champion above? I don't know. Even that doesn't make sense to me. That's But that's why I'm very – I am excited for Friday to see, like, how they spin this. Because I know it's going to make sense. It has to. Because we know this wasn't hotshotted. I just think the execution of the matches would really put a nasty taste in my mouth. Say if that match was great. Mm -hmm. If the match was as good as I thought it was and we had that finish, I would be more of like, damn. Okay. Are we about to go backwards? But all right. Like everything else they've done has been great. We'll see. I was just so turned off because to me, the match was lacking that much. But for me, I can say, you know what, if somebody's injured, that is what it is. Take it back to, uh, if we talk about football last year, with San Francisco 49ers. Half their team went out injured, didn't have a quarterback. Well, yeah, you're going to get blown out in you know against Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. I can't put that at the same uh bar or meter as if they're fully healthy 100%. So with the match the match is what it is, uh now like I said, all right, let's 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 have this make sense. I saw a note also from one of the insiders that worked with WWE that stated that there's some people that One, I shared a clip on Twitter from Sunday uh, where Jimmy and Jay were talking about their dream is to wrestle each other at WrestleMania. And they are like, for us, that would be like the top of the top, better than anything that could ever happen. So the report was just that there's people in WWE that wants that match to happen at Mania. But they basically know they can't wait. Would it be eight months from now? I think. They, they can't hold that off for eight months and we'll probably get it much sooner than that. And it, I mean, I don't know how you don't do that match at Payback. I, I like I can't see Roman working Payback. So you have Solo. I, I don't think you go J versus Solo at Payback. To me, that's the match. And that match is probably big enough to main event Payback.
1: But that would be super quick. And I would feel like we rushed to this point.
2: You know what, Uh, we, I don't usually like to see tag teams feud against each other. Mm -hmm. I'm not super, I'm not super interested in Jay versus Jimmy. Um, I understand they probably can make me get into the match. They can get me invested, but I can't think of many tag splits to where I said, you know what, that was, I wanted to see those guys, you know, feud against each other. And I'm talking about like real tag teams. Real tag teams like we never got a break the Hitman heart versus Jim the Anvil match, right? I was I wouldn't be right. that interested in it. Um, You know, Hawk and Animal, we didn't want to see that back in the day. I didn't want to see Rick and Scott wrestle against each other. The only time that a solid tag team that had been together for years, when the breakup worked, it was the Rockers. It was Shawn Michaels and it was Marty Jannetty. That's the only that's the only time it worked. And I, and for me, that was because Shawn Michaels had changed to such a different person. um And Gennetti was off TV, I think, for a while. So it really allowed us to kind of cement Shawn Michaels as a heel and his new heel persona. Um, but that's the only time I can remember that actually working. Well, so then that's funny you say that, because I was about to ask you, you worked for who?
0: Worked for Shawn. Definitely didn't work for Marty Jannetty. I mean, nobody looked at Marty as like a single star. This is the first time, though, that I can say, and please, if you guys can think of one, I know please one. I know send one it right to now. Who? Well, Who is it? And
1: it's, and it's ironic. It was the last set of twins in WWE when Nikki and Brie got into it. I thought that was awesome. I loved when they got back and forth. Yeah, okay. And I think yep. Nikki got hurt or someone got hurt for a moment of it, and so it didn't last as long as they probably could have. But I love that when um, yeah. I think it was Nikki sided with um, Stephanie. Just yeah, I think on at SummerSlam.
0: Several that's years a good ago. one. Cause I was gonna say there hasn't been another tag team where we weren't clamoring for one of them to go singles. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy and Jay are almost on the same level, depending on you know who you talk to and what you think. Um I like Jay as a probably as a better single star, but they're neck and neck when it comes to promo ability, wrestling ability. Typically in the tag teams, you got you get that one. That would completely take off if the profits would have broke up two years ago. Sure,
1: Montez like, would have my Montez would have mm-hmm.
0: took off, and Dawkins would have been wherever he was at. And it was some points last year. I was like, you know what, Dawkins, Dawkins is at that level with with Montez. So the Bell Twins is a really good one. But besides the Bellas, I think every other time they've done a tag team breakup anywhere, if it's a true tag team, not just a hey we're putting this team together right. to break them up for a big blow off match six eight. Months down the line, a year down the line. I can't think of another tag team that both were at that same level that when they both split, you're like, okay, this is a big deal for both guys. And I think we do have that uh here. But if watching that, you know, it was from an interview I think with I can't remember who it was with, but uh if this is if this is like their end game, if this is their end goal, this was what they've always wanted, this is what they've been thinking about, we know that it is gonna be fantastic and we know the match is gonna be great. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So that's that's Friday. Let's talk about Raw. Um, immediate upgrade to me. Show starts, and Michael Cole. God bless you, Michael Cole. You used to be trashed around anyone that watched WWE TV. Vince McMahon set you up to fail. You came in as JR's replacement. We all love Jim Ross. And then they turned you heel. And we hated you, and now you are loved universally. And last night, it was an immediate difference. And this is but not you me didn't shitt- like Kevin. This is, is not me shitting on KP. Yeah, this is not he was- me shitting on <laughs> Kevin Patrick. But there was an immediate difference, and I would even say, and I love Corey Graves on commentary. I would even say there was a difference in a positive direction with Wade Barrett also in Bronson Reed's match. I've never heard commentary put him over the way they did on Raw this week. And that's the best you can ask for.
1: But is that because it's, Wade had been with Bronson for a while in NXT? So he possibly, had that? Okay. because I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I took out of that, too. I was like, that sounds really good. Um, but I'm like, wait well, he knows him. I mean, this is his old boy from NXT. Yeah,
0: but I, I thought it was a home run for the commentary team. I, I really did. So shout out to them. I thought it was fantastic. E, I know you're not like major on commentary you say a lot of times that you kind of block it out could you hear a difference uh last night on the on the commentary nope i figured as much <laughs> i figured <as> much. but <laughs> but i will say point. this though
2: but i will say this though um the times that i do hear patrick i wish i can tuned them tuned them out
1: <laughs> y'all are really so weird. messed <laughs> up y'all are so mean no i that. mean
0: like no, it's just it's, he's, he's not the best right now. And and they see something in him, which is why they're keeping him yeah. on SmackDown, but they're going to three-man booth. So they're putting Cole with them, so Cole can kind of show him the ropes and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not saying, like, I want the man fired or anything, but uh, I did think, like, hey, if we're going to make a change on commentary, this is the perfect time to put Vic Joseph back on the main roster somewhere or Raw SmackDown, have KP go down. But, you know, he's probably not going to learn really anything right. from Booker you know, being, you know, his right-hand man. So this is probably best for, for all with him being oh. on SmackDown. But, uh, but yeah, I, I thought they did fantastic on night one
2: on Raw. You and know, I, you Booker, mentioned- Booker is barely an upgrade over Patrick, by the way.
1: Well, I don't think he is. I think KP is better than Booker. I like Booker for certain moments for that color, like maybe on a super big PLE pay-per-view, and he's a three-man booth, so I don't have to hear him often. But when it's a two-man booth and I hear him like every 10 seconds, oh my gosh. It just makes me cringe. And I'm sorry, Booker T, but ugh. It sounds like me. It sounds like it sounds like I could actually commentary. And I know I don't have that ability, but it seems like I could probably do a decent job.
0: Oh man. <laughs>
1: he bounced the ball, He bounces the ball, it bounces and <laughs> bounces and bounces and <bouncing> ball. <laughs>
0: He's not that bad. He's not
1: that bad. uh, Was that Boban on a State Farm commercial? (laughs) He's like Boban on a State
0: Farm commercial. Come on.
1: (laughs) And he bounces it and he bounces it and he bounces it.
0: You want some of this? (laughs) Uh, One of the biggest pieces from... What do y'all want to talk about first? You want to talk about... Let's start with LA Night. I was going to say,
1: come on, do it.
0: Let's start with LA Night. This minutes. is the night
1: after SummerSlam. Everything's starting after April 6th or 7th, whatever that came out. Let's go there.
0: I've said for a long time, we talked over a month ago, and I said, hey, how over is LA Night really? I know at the time it may sound like a dumb question when I asked it, but I think you guys understood why I was saying it. If you can get over, great. If you get over with just a catchphrase, okay. Let's see what it means when you're doing something that matters on TV. We've talked about it ad nauseum. His last big feud, hell, maybe his last feud was Bray, and that was in January. And he's been getting over steadily through his promo work, through his just his, you know, his appearance, his energy, but he hasn't had anything to sink his teeth into. He had something to sink his teeth into last night with the Miz. And I thought they did a fantastic job. I mentioned on, on Twitter, anybody who wasn't on board yet, I think that was like the perfect segment to get them on board now with LA night. You know, maybe they were kind of still like, ah, all this guy says is yeah. I think there was enough that they're like, okay, I get this guy's story now. They They touched on where he's been for the past 20 years. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that segment. I thought Miz was the perfect person to bounce that off of with him. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I think he did a really nice job of kind of leading him down the way. I also think um, the crowd reaction was a little interesting to me because it felt like, just watching it at home, it felt like, to me, the crowd was just waiting to say yeah. Mm. I don't know if the crowd there was super invested in what he was saying. It just seemed like they were waiting to go. Yeah. I could be completely off base on that. What did you, what did you guys think about that segment?
1: We, I would be remiss if I did not give Miz all the props in the world. He made me from the very beginning of that show. When we first saw him backstage had them be told, hold on. And wait and he's like who am I I mean who are you telling me to wait from that moment there he had me invested in like oh my god why is he waiting boom perfect you see LA Knight taking his photos I cannot go a second further or longer and say that Miz did not help this big time like for me I'm an LA Knight fan but Miz really brought me in and I think that that in the ring Miz has been stepping it up. And I know we always laugh at him because he's kind of like this mid-carter, but this dude's pretty consistent too for what he's used for. Um overall, I love that segment. I thought that it was incredible. It actually brought Miz up for me and it also brought LA Knight up for me. And again, now I feel like I can be invested in LA Knight because it is after SummerSlam. <laughs> so we should see how this goes.
2: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, really nice segment um from those guys. Um Miz is very under under uh appreciated i think in the rest of the community. Yeah. he has been for a long time his matches so his matches have always been fine i don't think he is a five-star match guy but he's gonna be in a ring in a match that's going to be technically sound it's not going to be bad it's going to probably make sense and he's gonna it's going to be a safe match for everybody involved and i think people would be entertained L.A. Knight is a guy whose matches are just fine. So I'm a little concerned we'll kind of match the match quality, right? I think we might get a, a couple of two-star or three-star matches out of the two of them, which that's okay as well. Um, but from an in-ring mic work perspective, it's going to be awesome stuff. L.A. Knight is just charismatic. Because like, you think about what he says. He's not like – he had a couple of mic drops on our hit row, right? But he's mm-hmm. not really a, a battle – promo guy right now Miz can be that mm-hmm. maybe LA Knight can be that and Miz is gonna bring that out of him because he had a couple of zingers last night and it was great to see so I think we're gonna be in for a treat on the microphone I think it's gonna allow Miz to fire up because I love fired up Miz right like we haven't seen a fired up Miz really since his feud with Brian Danielson you know on Smack Talks maybe Maybe. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, you know, he, yeah. he'll he'll
0: kind of he'll get his time just like he had that banger of a match I think with Seth earlier this year. You know, kind of going back to your point about like how he is in the ring. Typically, his matches are there, like they're there, like it's yeah. not going to bore you, but you're also not going to walk away and be like, man, you know, what my favorite match of the night was that Miz match was fire. He oh, had but he's always entertaining. He he's had a couple of those this year on Raw though, where you're like, mm-hmm. all right, Miz was super
2: motivated.
1: 'Cause remember um, it was about that time oh, to start firing people. He was like, "Hold on. Oh, hold on. Yeah, let me show like, you. Let me show you. You can't fire me oh, yet."
2: <laughs> but no, I mean not the, from the end ring. I'm talking about the microphone. Like, uh, you remember that promo he cut on Danielson on Smack Talk? Talking Smack. Oh yeah, Talking Smack. That's about, yeah, what, what, 3 like years that, ago. No, yeah, longer yeah. than that. Oh, oh listen, wow. It that, oh yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, cuz right? remember
0: that was before Brian was even cleared to come back to Russell. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're
2: right. You're right. So, that was a long time ago. And then Jeez, man, he was really
0: three they
2: they they canceled Talking Smack. That's <laughs> crazy, too. That was crazy. But, you know, he was really fired up on it. He was cutting some amazing promos during that time period. And we haven't had a fired up Miz on the mic in quite some time. Maybe LA Knight will bring that out of him. And then hopefully, you know, Miz brings something out of LA Knight. So, together, we should have a nice feud in our hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Outside of... Anything that was within
0: the first hour commercial free time period.
1: 54 minutes commercial free.
0: Yep. They talk about an hour. No, I mean I saw that commercial <laughs> at 754 central time. You lied. Um, yep, it says outside the ad-free first 45 minutes, LA night in the mid segment was the high quarter hour from last night's raw. Crossing into the 10 p.m. Wow. Hour. Wow. So once again, they gave the fans something to sink their teeth into with LA Knight, and the fans responded by watching. So, e, to your point, I didn't think I I was looking forward to a Miz and LA Knight feud. I'll be damn, we're here, and I, I'm here for it. So, I this will be the last time I said it. I may have even said it before. I'm done talking about the draft. You're not you're not even getting me next year when you when they come out and say they're doing. I'm not thinking about it. I'm ignoring the draft. We won't even talk the draft. If you guys want to talk the draft next year, tell me I won't even show up on the show. Or I'll just I'll just mute it and go do something else and i come back when Wait. you guys go on another segment.
1: Wait, who's who's on SmackDown? That was there at the Raw? Ellie L-Night? Knight.
0: Ellie Knight's <laughs> a SmackDown guy. Oh yeah. He was back there taking. And then I was like, all right, sure he's is. taking photos. Maybe he's just taking photos with Slim Jim, and they had to get the photos taken care of on Monday. And then he came out in the promo segment. I was like, all right, draft is dead. And gone. Which I'm okay with. Shouldn't have the draft anyway. Uh, but I, I thought that was a highlight for sure of the night. So now we know what's next for LA Knight. So very good stuff. He's got to continue to, I think, um, pound the pavement for people who still may not be locked into anything outside of yeah. But I thought yeah. Monday was fantastic. A fantastic start with those two.
1: And First off, don't ever kick me with some chuck a boots on. Man... I always talk about the <laughs> Usos, uh, you know, hitting and kicking the the air ones. ones man, don't do that with no timbos on, on your feet. I'm going to pull a bat out and hit you for real.
0: <laughs> so we know uh, now what LA Knight next is, but we don't know still what's next for Cody. <laughs>
1: well, we right. We don't know, what me, like, this exact moment, but he said one particular word that I was like, because <laughs> we didn't forget about that. In that, that
0: word, acknowledge. He, he did say <laughs> that. He did say that. So the crowd popped you, Cody. and everybody got excited. And then uh, the segment kind of took a, a left turn. What do you guys think is next for Cody on Raw? Seeing that nothing was answered. I was, I was still waiting for Drew. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, all right, it's 9.54. Like they got six minutes left. I don't know how Drew's going to show up and attack Cody or Seth. It didn't happen. What they were saying was uh, Drew was back to taping his movie that he's filming with Batista. So that's where he was on oh, Raw. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But um, what you guys' thoughts? What do you think, after watching Raw in its totality, we kind of can see where some of the new feuds are, are, are heading and, and going. You got any thoughts on what's next for Cody?
1: No real thoughts on his next opponent. I thought the dynamic between him and Seth and partnering was pretty cool. And then that kind of that battle of who's, I don't even want to call it the alpha, but who was the leader of that attempted trio that they were trying to put together last night. I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought like how Cody walked away, he's like, you know what, fine, you got it, Seth. Just take care of it and keep it moving. Um, And then Seth did, he brought on Mora and then what happened? But overall, I thought that that was pretty cool because we don't know what's next for Cody, but I was at least satisfied with Giving me some some a look into between the relationship between him and Seth and other top guys on Raw.
2: I know we think that Cody and Roman might might be what's next on Mania. Mm-hmm. I like to think so as well. But they got like a little storyline thread with um Seth and and Cody. And you know, Seth brought it up at the start of his promo. He was like, Hey, you know, you came out on me. Couple months ago and we got interrupted. What's going on, fella? What you got to say? Right? Mm-hmm. As soon as he comes out and talks, somebody interrupts again, right? And you see there's a little bit of uh tension between the two of them. So that like that thread has to pay off at some point. And when does that uh that threat you no know, pay off? It has to lead to a championship match, right? Because Seth is a champion. Cody wants some championships. Do we see another rematch with, with, with those guys? And if we get that match before Mania, okay, we got... And I'm going to go ahead and say Cody wins. Because damn it, that's what we do. That's what we if do. It, I mean, if
0: it wasn't for the story of... He's even come out and said, I don't want that belt. That's not the belt I came back for. I came back for the WWE belt, which isn't even the Universal belt, but whatever. Um, if it wasn't for that, I would say I agree with you. I also would say, I would agree with you, but there's no way they're going to split the audience. One of them will have to turn heel. We know Cody's not turning heel. We know Seth's not turning heel. They're not going to split the audience. I would love to see that. But I wonder, at the end of the match, they had a handshake, and they both hit the corners, pose, and that was when Shinsuke kicked Seth. To me, that was kind of like the period on their beef, like for now, like for a long while. I don't know why I felt that way, but when I saw Hmm. them shake hands, I was kind of like, all right, that's okay. The 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 chapter mm. is way closed on this no, for now.
2: No, that's that's just a, 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 a period, just for a moment, because it's it's something. Because like whoever, so Seth and Nakamura is gonna, I would say, probably few for maybe, maybe a paper, a P L B, P L <laughs> E, right, or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cody's gonna be on to doing something, so it's gonna be some time to where the two of them are gonna be preoccupied with other things. Then we're going to have that conversation again, right? Because Cody came out to talk to Seth about something. We don't know what. We don't know what's on their mind or what the attention is. What I was going to say is that, let's say we get that match before Mania. Cody wins, and he's the champion. And he says that, hey, this championship isn't enough, Roman, Let's do a championship, a champion versus champion at Mania. I've been trying to make sense of how, like, where they're going with this thread. Is it because I don't see Triple H ever starting a story and not finishing? Vince, oh yeah, like he starts to stop stuff week to week, but Triple H very rarely doesn't pay off on a thread. So it seems like they're going to be meeting somewhere, and we're going to get something out of those two. What and where? Is the question for me.
0: I did absolutely love how and call it Cody, call it WWE with Cody. I don't know who is making these calls. They haven't missed yet in his presentation. did you brought up earlier. Uh the the spot where uh she asked the, the question, they're backstage, and they both go to talk. Mm-hmm. And Cody bows out. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not doing this. You got it. Hey, I'll see you out there. Go ahead and handle this. This is yours. That ain't never happened that I can remember whenever we have a face-versus-face type of dichotomy. It's always we're trying to one-up each other. And for him just to bow, I'm like, you know what? You got this, man. I'm going to head this way. Without having any type of jealousy, no disdain, I was like, damn, they did it again.
1: But that's why I said something else that is endearing to to the fans. Yeah, Yeah. like, because... When like the saying, you know, if you know, if you if you know, you know, if you the top dog, you the top dog, whatever the case is, you're comfortable in your skin. I don't need to be going back and forth with you. okay, Seth, you said you got this. All right, I'm leaving. And I I've never seen that. And if I have seen it, it's never sticking out in my brain as a memory. I really loved how that played out.
2: And Seth didn't like that, man. He when Cody walked (laughs) away. He, he he was struggling he him, with it. You know he, <laughs> he, was struggling he, gave, with it. he 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 stared off in that direction for a good while, right?
0: <laughs> he was struggling with it. Yep, one hundred percent, man. So I do have a I do have a hot take about SummerSlam, and this may not be a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take, but this is probably going to be taken as a hot take, and it's about Cody. It's about Cody and the Brock interaction. I think the Brock hug will be a top three career highlight moment for Cody when it's all said and done. And that's with me already putting one at all in or AEW. that's already having me have at two him main eventing WrestleMania against Roman. And I think that, Hug from Brock and then, and Brock putting him over the way he did, I think, is a top three career highlight for him. And it will be going forward. Whatever else he does in his career, if he works for another 10 years, 12 years, I think that no matter what, that's going to be a top three moment in his career.
1: I'll probably put four or five because whenever he wins the Covenant finishing the story title that would be top one or maybe all in. I don't know kind of where he would put that at, but for me, I'll probably put it around four or
2: five. You're talking about personally for him, right? Or are you talking about as a fan? A, a of, career highlight. As yep. fan? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, not personally for him because we know that that's that's up there. But yeah, I think as a career highlight, we were to go back and do a you know career retrospect when his it's all said and done and we were to go top 10 you know career highlights for Cody, I think that moment is a top three mm-hmm. moment for him.
2: It depends on how WWE plays it, because um, I don't honestly know if I'm going to remember it in another <laughs> couple months. That that happens, I think you will. I think you will. I think I think you will. I think to tell you the truth, I think this is on
0: the same level as him losing to Roman at WrestleMania in regards to importance to his career. Ooh, I do.
1: I, I don't agree with you on that at all.
0: Yep, I do. I don't. I, agree with I you think at all. I think it's. I think that's that important. And I think the fans will look at it that way also. For Brock to put you over, Brock right. has I, never put. Somebody I was gonna over say I like get that.
1: that part of it, and they made them. They made a point to mention that that Brock has never done this in his entire wrestling career. Yep. But to put that on the same pedestal of him losing against Roman at Mania, I I don't think any Cody fan will ever forget Cody not winning at Mania. People yeah, will forget, I, I, like Ishan will forget yeah. about this hug, the bro yeah. hug.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say, Rodigi. You know that for me as a fan, like I, Brock doesn't define how I feel about Cody as a as a as a wrestler. Like for me as a fan, like his acknowledgement of Cody doesn't affect how I feel about him. Like I was down for him before he was, so I'm glad that Brock, <laughs> that you're a fan now. Join the bandwagon. You can come over to the crib now, and we can hang out.
1: Mm-hmm. All
2: good. But for me as a fan, that don't mean, that don't mean nothing to me, right? Like. That that mania moment, of how he was robbed of a moment, and you know, and, and look, and Cody sounds like maybe he's a company guy, and he was down for it, and because his dad, his dad, you know, you guys may not have saw all of the NWA stuff, man, but Dusty used to lose all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. He lost all the big ones, and that was part of it because he knew that there was more money in him chasing the title than him being champion. And, you know, Cody is a student of the game, and I think he feels that way too. He feels like there's more, probably more interest in him chasing the champion than him being the actual champion. Because typically the hills are like a Roman is right now or like a Ric Flair was back in the day. Those are the guys that are champions long term because the fans want to see somebody knock them off the pedestal. So I, I get all of that. But for me, like, I, I'm not going to remember it unless WWE keeps bringing it up in their highlight packages and or they make it important in some type of way as on well how I'm going to remember it happened. But I'm, I, I get it. And I, I'm glad that maybe that's a moment for you so you mm-hmm. can get super on the Cody bandwagon. I know you like them, but you don't love them yet. You know what I'm saying? If that helps you love them a little bit more, kudos. I love that too.
1: I have an Easter egg here for anybody who's watching us on YouTube. Shake my head. At that Freaking Wrestling. Head. Right above my left shoulder and my right shoulder. I got both the Cody's. Same one, same picture, one autograph to Big Matt and one to little Matt
0: here's the thing though when when I mean, there's an Easter egg and while it it's happening big, you don't say it's an Easter egg. Oh. you would like mm-hmm. go back later like in the special features or you know episode seventy two you could be like, hey, in episode fifty five if you were paying attention, you don't give away the Easter but oh, this was this and was
1: my way of trying to get people over to the YouTube of That's freaking wrestling for them to check us out
0: we are on youtube
1: don't don't blow up my spot, okay.
0: That's freaking wrestling. Mm-mm-mm. Um we are there. Yes. <laughs> yes, we we talk a lot about audio. We don't talk a lot about the video. But we are there. You can come see our beautiful faces on YouTube anytime you would like to. Um we kind of glossed over it. I want I want to go back to it. Are you guys excited for Shinsuke and Seth? No? <laughs> yes,
1: I love Shinsuke. I love Shinsuke. I love I love his segment when he said he's through with it. That's like one of that was one of my big notes that I took. I'm through with this. I'm taking control of my career at this point, is what he said. And sure enough, it's, it looks like that's what he's about to do. Give me Shinsuke, right in my veins, right there. Oh, and I probably shouldn't do this. Last time I did this and I listened to the playback, it sounded kind of a daughter.
0: So. What did it sound like? What did it sound like?
1: <laughs> tell me, uh-uh. what did it sound like?
0: Nah, uh, uh, uh. Nope. Some <laughs> back smacks. It sounded like Max. I was going into business for myself. God. After you tell me it's too much, is that what it sound like?
1: God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's our next topic? Oh, what? on. Isha, you said no, right? No, yeah, he, a- he said <laughs> no
0: within the first point two seconds.
1: Nope. Because <laughs> you're you not born Shinsuke? Th-
2: that's it. Like, this is... like I get, in a way, how you felt originally about LA Knight. But since Shinsuke's been around for a long time. And they haven't really pushed him to the top. Right? So just because he did like his little finisher on uh on on Seth doesn't make me think that he can beat Seth like right he hasn't been built as a threat in a long time so until I need to see more of him and more of the story I'm sure through the investment of the story and the storytelling I might get more into him him as a character and him as a heel but right now like I, I know whenever whenever
1: I can appreciate that.
2: Whenever they're going to get in that ring, it's going to be a dub for Seth. It's just going to be more father until we get to Cody and Seth or whatever they're going to do with those two. I th-
0: The matches are going to be great. Here's the, here's the thing, right? With, with wrestling, we have to sometimes we talk about, okay, here you go. The suspension of disbelief. Okay, I don't think there's probably many people with anybody. No, it's, it's actually, there's somebody because somebody hit me on Twitter and said they would like to see Shinsuke beat Seth and then running back. They actually brought up one of your favorite matches, Rhodesia Takeover. <laughs> yes, yep. yes, with, Sammy with, with Shinsuke, and, Shinsuke and, and Sami Zayn, my favorite
1: match of all times.
0: Yeah, of all the so, times. Um, but we know Shinsuke is not going to beat Seth, <laughs> but it should be some good TV. It should help elevate Shinsuke, and I'm all for anytime anybody's elevated. And um, I would have thought they would have done a little bit more with Ricochet than they did. Hmm. I was a little disappointed in that. Hmm. I was a little disappointed in that. And I know Logan Paul wasn't going to be there, but he had his quick promo segment in the back with Pierce where he's showing piss and vinegar. He's upset. He gets thrown into the four way match and then he loses, which we knew Chad Gable was was next up for the IC?
1: Yeah, but that, but so, that match was amazing. So which
0: it was, yeah. it was. But uh, yeah, I was expecting I,
2: I was expecting something else okay. from Ricochet. Right mean, like, after after his you don't loss remember him now, after his loss. I mean, we, this is why I, uh, I mentioned on the pod that I kind of wanted Ricochet to win so he can get that momentum, right? So he mm-hmm. he's already lost at SummerSlam, right? So he he doesn't have the momentum now. Who has the momentum out of the four? I mean, it's kind of Chad. We talked about right. it. he was the next yep. one up, so it can only be it could be only one, like right? It could only be only one. So right now it's Chad's time. So maybe well Ricochet, he could, he goes back in the lab. You know, he keeps working on it, and then he'll be the next one up, right? He'll whatever few he goes into in the next month or so builds him up to be the next challenger. Maybe he goes to SmackDown, right? Like you know, LA Knight's nice on Raw, the him with Miz. Maybe he's Maybe next. Maybe we get a uh, Ricochet on SmackDown Who? doing this thing, challenging for the Ricochet? US title. <laughs> no,
1: Uh-oh. no. All right, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm.
0: Oh, gotta hit the round of applause. New Day is back. Welcome back. New Day is back. How good was it to see those two guys so backing cool. together? Typically, I'm the person where I'm like how y'all come back and be the exact same gimmick and the same people you were <laughs> not this time. Super happy to see them back. I don't have anything more than that. I don't know if you guys do, but it was, it was great to have them back on our TV.
1: Mm, yeah. It, Cause it was a surprise for me. So I was really happy too. I would like to see though, maybe a, uh, an evolution change, If it Mm -hmm. makes sense, because you're right, they've been this now for probably since my years are off. I'm just laying on five years. They've been like this for the last five years. So I would like to see an evolution change, Um, but I was really
2: happy to see them. Mm -mm. Keep them boys just as they are, they are a treat. A uh, chocolate treat delight you felt that <laughs> I just I just love, man. I always so happy look because uh it was, I'm still I don't say I was jet lag, maybe I might have been Detroit lag I had too much fun over the weekend, <laughs> you know, I had fun emotions, everything that had to go to work, and work was a insanely long day for me and my kid ended up getting sick, and I had to drive an hour to go get him, and it ended up being a day, so at some point I fell asleep during the show, and all of a sudden I heard that music. And I woke up, it's the new day. Yes, it is. And like, literally I said it. Like, I don't know if they said it, but I said it like at some point when I woke up. I was just so happy to see those brothers back because you know Mm -hmm. what? They're a feel-good act, right? They're Mm -hmm. a feel-good act. They're fun. And I love feel-good and fun. And and I think the company has has missed that. What I would love to see is... um, I would love to see... um, Big E back with him, you know, like, right. I, I don't know if you guys are keeping up with him and his struggles and his story. I um, haven't. but he's back, he's feeling great, but the doctors have advised him to not wrestle again. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and you know, oh. Big E yeah, oh, and Big hurtful. E, he likes wrestling, but he also is a very realistic person. He's a minimalist. I'm thinking I'm saying that correctly. He's a very logical person. So for him, he's like, man, I want to have, you know, uh, a good after wrestling life, right? I don't want to be in pain and I don't want to be hurting. So he's really, you know, thinking about what he's going to do next. I love to see him come back as being a manager for the new day, just to have yeah. the three of them together, you know, doing their antics. Cause he, he's physically, he looks good. I, I think it's probably just the, the the shock of maybe taking a bump to his back, but so he's still going to ring He can gyrate and shake his booty and he can be funny and fun you know, he can come back and do that. So if wrestling isn't his thing, I would love to see him just come back and be a manager for the new day. And I think we probably,
0: like Rodizio was like, oh man, that sucks. I think we only feel that way. I think he's so happy and God bless him for not having any type of issues from breaking his neck. You know, I mean, he could have been paralyzed. I think that is that is not lost to him. Even when we saw him in Wale Mania he was just saying, he's
1: gratitude. He was grateful. Yeah. yeah if, if, was full if, of gratitude. If I,
0: if I don't wrestle again, I'm good. Like my health is good. I feel great. So, Hey, that that's, that's at the end of the day. That's, that's what we care about. But yeah, it sucks. Every time you hear the music and it's him saying it's the new day. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But even that pop from last night. Yeah. Pete, you think of Biggie. I do. When, when you, when you hear that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just super happy to, to see them back. Oh, uh, last thing that up. Last yeah. thing on
2: that, uh, if you guys don't watch Up Up Down Down on YouTube, he's been on that for a long, for, for a, couple, a number of months. And he and Kofi were on there in, in one like little, they're doing like some kind of water games thing. And it's cool as you see uh, Maxine Dupree and you see uh, Sonya Deville. I guess pre injury, she was on there. It was really, I, I think, uh, I guess Max, Maxine and Sonya are really good friends because they have a really good banter. They were like on teams together. Um, but just seeing Big E joking around with Kofi, he had literally Kofi on his shoulders. They're doing introductions, <laughs> and he had another grown man on his shoulders for at least about a good 10 minutes. Mm. And so you know that physically he can do a lot of you no know, good things, but just seeing them go back in his So if you guys don't know, You've been learning a lot about these wrestlers on a personal level. Big E is a sweater. He's a, he's a he's a one of those sweating people. We all know those guys that just sweat oh he needs a towel. Easily.
1: So he needs one of those people a towel who keep a towel on him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's he's a sweater, right? So he had Kofi on his neck for about a good ten minutes, right? So he finally lets Kofi down. Kofi had jeans on. Has some nice oh, some man. nice Jordan ones too, right? Uh, but right in his crotch. Uh, it was just wet. It was all wet. <laughs> uh. It was wet from his neck. So of course, X gotta talk about those the the sweaty crotch. <laughs> <laughs> but this scene their banter is just really great. So I would love to see more of that on TV.
1: And you talking about Maxine Dupuis? You know what? This chick, I'm like, she's out here to try to get Otis. She, I think she actually loves Otis. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, she was, she was disgusted by Luke Woodring when he was OT's, doing all that stuff. <laughs> ever since she was a model, I mean it was Maxine models, she was on OTS. Then so, she, yeah. loved, she loved she loves, ain't nothing <laughs> in the game. It's, it's all, it's all real love with them. Mm-hmm. I do know Chad Gable said that uh, he's ready for a singles run. That, that's great to see. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, hopefully Chelsea is ready for a singles run. <sighs> Man, those fucking belts are snake bit. I, I, Damn. I, I'm serious when I say this. I wonder if they should legit get rid of those belts and make new ones. Don't get rid of the actual tag team title belts. But (laughs) I really wonder if they should melt those belts down, get rid of those belts, (laughs) bring another set to to up because this is unreal. Sonya's out. She tore her ACL. She's out for months. They cannot catch a break Mm. with those tag titles.
1: See, I don't like to be like um, superstitious about bad things, but like wow your exhibit a through z is like yeah Ugh. it's almost it's almost like the um what was it the madden cover if you made the madden cover the madden curse yeah yeah you got the madden curse and that's kind of like what i feel but i don't want to put that energy out there i don't really subscribe to that no, but it's out there man
0: it has been out there
2: <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about but putting the, it out there
1: but that's what it's like that the madden curse is for the woman's tag.
2: Yeah, you know, there was a graphic that somebody put up um, with the champions. I think the last five champions or whatever, and the injury. I think it was started. Mm. I, I can't. Did you see it, Matt? No, online. It was uh, you know, it was Liv. Liv got injured, and mm. you know, somebody else got injured, and it was just uh, you know, like a the last the last five or six champions and in the injuries that they All had. of
0: them. Yeah. I mean, think of it. even when Shayna and Ronda got them. Ronda was injured before Rhonda that. Got injured. I mean, it's just mm. like it's. it's it's crazy it is absolute crazy uh e i know you brought up on sunday's pod you wanted to talk about the state of women's wrestling i guess we can bring that up now uh seeing we just talked about Sonya. so they uh they haven't said what they're doing with the tag titles yet i guess they're going to discuss it next week but that that sucks that sucks
2: yeah um oh real quick on that um so I hope that, I don't, I hope that uh, staying with the tattoo I right, real quick. Mm-hmm. At this point, I don't want to see them doing another, another tournament for the women. No, you can't. Like, you can't, right? <laughs> Just to bring see, that comics like, back. And the but, nice... But the they, nice... they ain't got enough teams
0: to do a tournament.
2: <laughs> yeah, Liz damn. hurt.
0: Raquel ain't working right now. I mean, yeah. who, like, come on. Well, they got, they got a lot go of women ahead. in
2: NXT, right? Got a lot of women in NXT. But... With with uh, Chelsea's character, right, with her being like a quote unquote, you know, Karen, complaining, Mm -hmm. it'd be perfect that she complains to management, Adam Pearce, that she does she should be able to get a substitute partner, right, and she gets, you know, I don't know, somebody from NXT or a returning, you know, heel character, and she just gets a substitute for some time and. They just keep that thing going, and maybe, I don't know if you know Sonya Deville can come back and she's in a wheelchair and she's just talking trash from the sidelines, or whatever the case may be. But they can make it fun, and they can keep this, this thing moving without it actually having a whole the tournament or just keeping them off TV. Um, so I hope that they do something with, with that Chelsea character and she comes up with something fun. Because I think she's a really fun character, and I think she can make it work. I agree. She tweeted
0: yeah. uh, after the show, uh, Chelsea two belts green you are spot on with what they can do <laughs> I mean, because hell once again, it's not like they got a lot of challengers. I'm good with not seeing those belts de- defended for a while. Let her run yeah. some incredible yeah. and fantastic segments with, yeah. you know, finding some how to, you know, weasel her way out of either defend the titles or whatever the case may be. I, I think that could be a lot of fun
1: yeah and we know they should be able to pull that off too, and in that you're able to keep them titles, I would say relevant, but they are whatever, but it won't be like out of sight out of mind because we're seeing it from time to time, but again, I don't want nobody else to have it unless you bring the iconics back. <laughs> That's it.
2: The only thing about the iconics so I, I know that um what I, I know that uh, Cassie has had the baby, mm-hmm. I think she's back in good shape. But I believe that Billy is now pregnant.
1: Oh well, congratulations!
2: <laughs> yeah, I think she's still pregnant. Uh, She's—I I think she announced it. Uh, I think it's been some time now, Matt. Right? It was like four I think months so. ago or so. Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, so I, so she's so she's not she's not ready yet. Yeah, uh, I guess this makes sense because at the time, uh, I want to say a couple years ago when they said they're taking a hiatus, I don't think they said they announcing retirement, but they took a hiatus from wrestling. I'm like, why you guys? Are doing your thing? You're still young. Why are you taking a break? So now it makes sense that oh, they want to take a step back and they want to, you know, grow their their individual family. So that's pretty cool. But hey, guys, you know, I, I mentioned on Sunday um, that I want to talk to you guys about women's wrestling I've been thinking about it for some time. And you know, I think about it in in the totality of, of my feelings on wrestling, on women's wrestling. And this isn't really just a question. It's just us it's us having an honest conversation about our fandom for wrestling and the women in it. Um, but a lot of times we would do these review shows, and Rhodesia would be really hard on these women's matches, and I'd be like, "Dang, girl, like you should be, should be so hard. These are the women; you should be propping them up, right?" And so, but now I think I'm starting to get that way, and I think for a, a for a while, for me as a fan, I started grading women's matches on the curve, and to me, I think, oh, where well, they're not as athletic as men, or they're not as ex- experienced. Um, you know, they haven't been doing it for so long. So I will kind of grade it up. And I think for Rhodesia, she wouldn't do that. It was either it was good or it wasn't or whatever. She was, it was a fair, honest, raw thoughts on the actual match. Whereas me, I would kind of take a step back for different reasons. And, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and with that being said, like, I think there's a lot of negativity around the women right now. I mean, we had the AEW locker room drama. you guys, follow that it's been all over uh it was a long-term indie performer came into came to one of the shows and she had a lot to say about the locker room and you know then a lot of the women people in the adw locker room came to the, the the defense so that wasn't the greatest i know a couple weeks ago i'm not sure if it was this, on the aw title championship match uh with Sheeta and tony storm but you know there was reports that you know people were leaving the arena during those matches um, you know, during SummerSlam, you know, me personally, I got up and left during a Shayna and Rhonda match, right? And a lot of people were getting up with me. I was actually kind of irritated by that. I was really irritated that everyone was getting up during this match because this was my time for myself, and they wanted to share with me. But for me, women's wrestling a couple of years ago was so hot. We had great matches, starting with the Four Horsewomen, and it was just a lot of great matches and a lot of great moments. But in the past couple of years, on AEW for the most part a lot of the matches are just there for the most part some of them are good some of them a lot of them aren't a lot of the women's matches and the women's storylines on WWE haven't been entertaining haven't been fully invested a lot of times when these matches come on I check out on uh, Raw when Shayna and uh, uh, what's the young lady's name uh, who does she wrestle Rhonda. Ron- no Shayna on, on Raw who does she wrestle oh you're girl. talking about Oh, you're talking about um, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark's. You know, those, that should have been a great match. Maybe it was, but I, I started I doing something else. Really match. Match. I, thought I thought it was a really good match. I thought I was a really good match, actually. I started doing something else. I just wasn't invested. I just don't feel like I've been invested in, in a lot of the matches. And I think for a good population of, of the wrestling fans, you know, they just haven't, women's wrestling hasn't really gotten, given, given us something to really sink our teeth into. I can't think of what's been a hot few on any of the shows just recently, um, so just for me, uh, you know, when I think about when I see all of this, this negativity about the women's wrestling and all these guys leaving the matches, I think there's a uh, there's a problem. You know, unfortunately, I think maybe with the some of the matches we're seeing and some of the storylines we're getting. I mean, well, how are you guys feeling about what we're seeing with women's wrestling?
1: So, a couple things. One, I am not going to grade on a curve when it comes to a women's match versus a man, a male's match. I hold them both to high standards. And I think I would be kind of being a hypocrite if I say, Oh, well that was good because it was a woman's match. No, no, I, I, I'm not looking at wrestlers differently between women and men outside of certain physical things that they can do. Um, so I'm going to hold them to the same standard that I would not even a higher standard. I'm going to hold them to the same standard as I would a male match. That's kind of the first part. Uh, the second part, as far as the state of women's wrestling, I actually think it's pretty strong. And I say that because if we look at the, the top companies, so WWE, or just even say with WWE, because AEW wasn't around five to eight to ten years ago, you just look at what we see on TV. We get sometimes two, mat- two women's matches per show, and they get some good time. You rewind this eight years ago. You maybe got a women's match. You you rewind this about 15 years ago. Maybe you got one women's match and it was a bra and panties match. So to me, I think that the state of women's wrestling is very strong. There's, I have not seen as many shows being main evented by women and their pay-per-views and like this impact seeing like what their main events have been. So for me, I think the, again, I don't want to say it again, but the state of women's wrestling is good. Now there's a lot of, misdirection and maybe the people who are in the creative room need to be women themselves. And I don't know how that makeup looks, but just like, I think with a lot of creative rooms, it probably is just a lot of men and male dominated. And that's ignorant. Cause I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I'm thinking. I just think maybe that there's more emphasis needs to be put on the direction of women and what is going to fit to them the best. But I'm proud of what, what we are doing and I'm not a wrestler, but I'm proud of, of being a woman wrestling fan. Um, and that's that's pretty much about it. Again, we know that women's tag team title is tarnished or stained or snake bitten, whatever Matt calls it. We know that AEW has a lot of things to tighten up. So not just the women there, um, but I think that it can be done. I just think that we need probably better creative bookers and producers to put together better these women matches.
0: Matt. Man, I, I kinda I said my, my kinda said my piece like two weeks ago when I asked you guys, hey, is the opportunity in women's wrestling the talent or is it the storylines? And I forgot what you guys kinda said. But that could be the, the the real question. The women are fine. I don't really compare the women to what it was years and years ago when you're talking NXT with the Force Hor- for Horsewomen because we've never seen anything like that before in the history of U.S. wrestling. To a and- point, Trish Stratus is, is one of the GOATs. Mickie James is one of the GOATs. Seems like they had just as many bra and panties matches as they did. Real legit. I'm invested in you not because you're pretty. But because this is a story that you guys have been telling, and I can't wait to see who wins. I mean, hell, the belt was called Divas Championship, but we know what comes with that. And it wasn't all bad. It has that nasty taste now of it, but that's yeah. why the Bellas was so big. The Bellas came in and took over. And we see just the legacy that that they have left. But that's happened already, right? Like the four horsewomen did all the first evers. First ever main event on Raw, you know, besides, you know, Trish and and Lita years and years ago. Iron Man match, Hell in a Cell Mm -hmm. match. They've done it all. So Mm -hmm. that comes with a level of gravitas with it. Now everything has kind of been done already for the most part. We've seen the women main event in WrestleMania. They've never main evented Night 2 yet, but they've main evented WrestleMania.
1: Nobody other than Roman has main evented Night 2. Yeah, I mean, hell, he's got
0: it a (laughs)
2: lot.
0: Uh, So I I think that's that piece. I also think, too, that if we're being completely honest with ourselves, there is a talent deficiency in some of these promotions in the women's roster. If If we were to go down and not to be mean and just said, all right, let's look at the women who can really go in the ring. I'm not saying pair them with a veteran to lead them. I'm saying, hey, they can lead their own match and the match will be great. I think the number is lower than what it was three, four years ago. Mm. I think NXT does great with the women. We know Impact does great with the women. WWE has their opportunities. We talked about it where I said, I came out here and said, you can't have your second biggest pay-per-view and not have Rhea on the show, not have Becky on the show. Now, I can't figure out if... Uh, Raquel is really hurt or if Rhea's hurt because Rhea hasn't wrestled I think it's going on three weeks now her last match was a house show she hasn't wrestled yet I can't figure out who, who is what but we know Rhea's all over the TV she's on almost every segment on Raw so whatever take her out of it but with Becky if we are being completely truthful with ourselves and we say what match would you have cut from SummerSlam from a perspective of Who's hot? What's important? What the crowd is paying to see? First thing we would say is, oh, the Battle Royal can go. But the Battle Royal is attached to LA yeah. Knight. LA Knight's attached to Slim Jim. They run a commercial after the match. That's got to be there. Okay. Then you can say Ronda Shana.
1: But if well, this is Ronda going away, you can't.
0: This is Ronda's going away. And this is what she asked for. And you can give Ronda what she asked for because she's Ronda Rousey.
2: Mm-hmm. She's still a big name, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: At that point, you're not pulling any other match off that card Nope. for Becky and Trish. And it's not Becky and Trish. It's the level of the story and the emotional investment that we had toward that storyline. While I kept coming out here saying every single week, like, I'm excited for this match. But I talked about it like, man, ah, that segment didn't really hit. Ah, man, that that feels like they just went out there and winged it. Ah, man, she had a good night on the mic, but ah, she didn't. It was, It felt like it was always something that was a little off. Each and every week. Is that the talent? Or is that the storyline? I don't know. But what I do know is. I think overall the state of women's wrestling is good. I think it's fine. I think WWE still needs to do a better job of presenting the women in a position where. They need to have. One of the hottest storylines. Because they've done it before. But you got to get somebody that's hot. And I just think it, right now they're just not that hot.
1: But then do you think that too, just again with evolution and just time, do you think that maybe writers and producers and creative just doesn't have the enough experience in writing for women? Or do you no. think it's just a matter of a storyline as a storyline?
0: That's a cop out. Okay. And that's a, and the reason why it's a cop out is yes, you should have women in that room. Of course, of course you should have women in that room, but it's a cop out because at the end of the day, We watch wrestling for characters, for story, and the physicality, right? There was nothing that the four horse women did. I mean, there were some things, but there was really nothing they did where you would say, oh, man, that was only for a woman. That storyline was only for women. Oh, man, that storyline had to have been written, or that promo had to have been written by a woman. No. Now. Are there things that Bianca says and does where you say, yes, you have to know the culture to get that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But a woman doesn't have to know that. That story they told In I mean, actually exhibit a B and C take the triple threat match for the SmackDown title. Some of the better storyline we've seen from WWE with women. There's nothing in that about women. No, it's a title. We all think we're the best. We're going after it. This is what we're doing. Look at that match. Match was great. Coming out of that match. I said it on Sunday. I am so excited on seeing how they proceed because everybody has a beef. Now everybody's got something they're invested in. Has nothing to do with because they're females. No, it's because they're great. They're fantastic. And you told a story that everybody can understand. I didn't get beat. You cheated to win. I should have never lost. You know what I'm saying? Like that's universal.
1: But the elements to things like a script. Again, I'm just assuming that there still is a script in, in WWE, and I'm just using them for an example right now. There's mm-hmm. still certain things that women will say, and how they say it, that only other women will understand. That so that's why I'm just going like for the the writing piece. Like we know anybody that we see on TV on any company, maybe for the exception of. And I'm going to say her name, and this is not any slide to her, but like Anna Jay only because she doesn't have a lot of matches under her belt. But pretty much anybody we see on TV, they're professionals. <laughs> you know, they're mm-hmm. still the cream of the crop of when you look at this whole um, pro wrestling world and, and the whole talent pool. So they're still professionals. I just feel that maybe if there were more women writers in there writing these scripts, helping with the creative there could be a way that we can say something. You're right. The storyline is still the storyline. The matches are still the same. How you book it probably is still the same. But there's still certain things we say as women that hits a little bit differently to your point of Bianca Belair. Granted, it's more of a, of a culture thing, but still.
2: I agree with that, Ashley Rhodesia. I actually can, I think that's one of the fixes, actually, I, I, for me, would be to have special writers for the women's division. Because I is it one one thing we always talk about, and this is this goes back into just everyday real life, right? Women are just as much of a minority as black people or mm-hmm. Mexican or brown people, anybody. Mm-hmm. It's still a predominantly male culture, right? It will it's always it'll be helpful to have voices that understand that culture. Or those mm-hmm. women present now. Awesomely, Triple H, Vince, Tony, whoever—they're going to write stories for the people that are hot. They're going to make sure that the people they think add value to their shows have something to do, which is why a Britt Baker on AEW always is on the show, right? Because you understand Tony understood that there's value in what she brings, right? She's she's charismatic. She can cut a good promo, et cetera. So it's always something for her to do. So if you have somebody hot, they're going to find something for them to do. But I think the problem with it right now, and this might be a hot take, I don't think that women's wrestling is hot right now. I think it was back when the quote-unquote revolution was going on because it was kind of a special attraction because we started seeing women in a different spotlight we hadn't seen them in, right doing different things that we have never seen done before. So I think it was more emphasis to create stories for these women and put them in a, in a spotlight. I, I don't think right now women's wrestling is a – is a special attraction. It's something that we not only take for granted, but it's part of the show now. It's like the women's division is like the cruiserweight division or like the lightweight division. It's it's it's, it's a it's something that you are going to go to show, you're going to see, and you understand you're going to see a women's match or two. I think it would be helpful if, number one, they understand the strengths and weaknesses of their women, especially on the AEW television. I know that the AEW has a lot of inexperienced people, is in a lot of positions and on the overall roster, but they have a lot of veteran talent. Mm-hmm. Which is great that I, we, I'm seeing um, Mercedes Martinez. I don't know if she's been injured or where she's been, but she's been, you know, she's a great wrestler to me. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think we should have Athena buried on ROH television. I think we should have women that can go, that can really go in the ring. I think they should be put in positions to work with some of these younger talents to bring the overall quality in the matchup. I think that they can benefit from actually better matchups, better stories, and I think it'll be worthwhile if they have somebody that specifically. Created stories for the women's division because it's been a long time. We're talking about the bloodline uh, storyline, other storylines going on in wrestling and punk and et cetera. But I can't tell you the last time I've, I've been excited about a women's storyline. And it's not the the Outcast story. I don't really care about it. Like, I'm not sure if I was even that excited that she even won the championship. Like, it kind of oh, came out of nowhere.
1: Come on, come on. I Just love Just saying Sheena. it's
2: what it is, right? Like, I like Sheila, but like, you know, she hasn't really been doing a whole lot and all of a sudden she's a champion again. So I think they, it would be a benefit to actually have people in positions to create stories exclusively for those women's divisions and pitch them to the main, uh, you know, powers that be that put stuff on television.
0: But then to be fair, you can't say that. But then say when I told you last week to watch the video package of Rhonda and Shayna,
2: no, I'm not, I don't want to watch. That's complete story. No, I can because I've I've paid attention to that story for like twenty weeks. And if for the nineteenth week, I, I wasn't interested, so I'm not giving you another twenty week. I I give things time. I don't. I but that don't, doesn't make sense, though. If if that's the does, go home, and no, you're no, saying no, 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 no. no but if think I go about to no, no, stop. Hold up, sorry. if I go to a restaurant and I get burnt five times, I'm not going to. A, I'm not going to a sixth time. You can tell me, hey, it's good now, but I have been there six times, and I'm not wasting my time or my energy or money on going to a place that's already burnt me five times. That's great that they so had the, a great match. So but then the, you're in so so your entire
0: argument then is null and void. Because you're because if you want to use the restaurant analogy, that means you're not going back to that restaurant. then right. the answer to what you're just saying is, oh, well then just don't watch women's wrestling. No, if they presented something to you, you have to at least give it a chance. You can't say like for ten minutes that oh man, they need different writers and they need to make these women special, and they give you a eight minute classic storyline video package. Be, the week before their second biggest show. And you say, I'm not even going to watch it.
2: Okay. I can't, so say that I can't, just, I can't say that. Cause I'm not going to waste my time. That has nothing to do with, but it does. I, it does. Because if, if you're the type person, but if you can give something a chance, have a chance, have a chance, a chance, and then it works for you. I, I I don't have that time. I'm sorry. I'm, I only have limited time to best. That has nothing to do with my overall story about women. Can I give multiple women matches? Like with saying that Shayna, I'll watch Shayna, see what she's doing next. I like Zoe. I've I've give multiple things chances to see what they're going to do, but if it's a specific story, I'm not going to continue to watch it week after week. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, now I'm I'm off of it. I'm not going to give it a chance because, you know, I, I'm I'm out of it. Well, no, but
0: no, my 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 example was the reason my example was you were going to SummerSlam. SummerSlam is the same week of that video package and you wouldn't watch the video package. This isn't me saying like, hey, I know you're not invested in this and who knows when the match is going to happen, but watch it and you said, no, Like, I'm completely checked out. You're going to the show. It's the same week. You could spend eight minutes to watch the video package if you care so much about how women's wrestling is being presented by you not watching the video package. You can't then really say like how that was presented in its totality. We have been watching wrestling long enough to know like go home shows. You may be like, you know what? Ah, They may have some misses, but that go home show was fantastic. And now you're more excited to see the show or see the particular match. And I'm not saying that that would have changed your mind on going to get something to eat or drink during that match, but where then do you draw the line of, we need to see women in a different light or present it better, and then it's you know what I gave them a chance to present them better. They're not presenting this storyline better, so I'm not going to even spend my time watching it anymore. Because because from what you're saying is, if they give me something in the first couple of weeks and if I don't like it, I'm checked out.
2: No, I, I think I think you're overtaking the comment I said. Um, we're I'm not talking about. I'm not grouping the entire wrestling, women's wrestling in the w- entire world with that one statement. Like I'm not gonna give women's wrestling three weeks and I'm off of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Women's wrestling, storylines, and wrestlers, I'll give them a shots based on like who they're working with, a few. I don't group them all together. That specifically Shayna thing, like here's the one thing about me. I've told you guys a couple of times, I'm not like you guys. Like I don't, I'm not emotional. So you can't treat. Here's the thing. You personally, you can't call me a dummy every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Hurt my feelings every day. And then here it is. a, a, a month later, tell me, hey, E, am sorry. No, that that once this you you apologize and call me a dummy for four weeks does not unhurt my feelings. Now, over time. Right. If, and through interaction, et cetera, we can build a bridge back to a positive place. But it, don't, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen for me just in one day, right? So, me watching that video package wasn't that important because I already had my, I had my mind made up and we talked about it. It's a long show. I had to get up to go pee pee and get something to eat at some point. <laughs> that said was pee-pee. the spot. <laughs> His that food was he's like, like he's
1: like three years old. <laughs> yeah. that, I gotta was,
2: go that, <laughs> that was the spot for me to go. So, that video package wasn't going to go my mind. Did you go oh, no, 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 no. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. You can't go Jesus poop poop. Christ. You can't go poop poop in in, in public restaurants. You got to hold that.
1: Well, I think this was really good back and forth talking about kind of our own point of views about women's wrestling and over all these years, you know, just in the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, but I do have another question for you, especially since we're talking about kind of history and its totality. I saw this on the Twitter and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to ask this to y'all. But I also don't know my answer. No, I think I know my answer. So on the Twitter, it said, one of them has to go or has to go. It's four wrestlers. One is Undertaker. Two is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Three is one time The Rock. And then four is John Cena. If one of them had to go, who would you pick? (laughs) (laughs) Considering this is probably my... Besides Roman and Steve Austin, this is probably my Mount Rushmore of of WWE wrestlers. Would who would have to go?
0: <laughs> my answer isn't gonna be popular. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: Yep, my answer is not gonna be popular. I'm a, at all. I'm a
1: surprise, y'all. My answer.
2: Wait, who's your Mount Rushmore again?
1: Okay, so well, forget the Mount Rushmore. The question was, which one of the four has to go? Undertaker. Stone Cold, The Rock, and John Cena.
2: Oh, Undertaker. Undertaker that would don't. also
1: that would also be what I would have to say. You are a lie, no, Rhodesia. I'm,
2: that is
0: like I'm your favorite you why,
1: wrestler. let me tell you why. Because again, what we talked about in the women's segment here is the integrity of wrestling. So when I think about WWE and the full, the whole picture of professional wrestling, we wouldn't be here without Stone Cold. We wouldn't be here for The Rock. Hmm. And we damn sure wouldn't still be here without John Cena. Now, maybe The Rock could have been maybe my second person, but The Rock was the reason why I ended up starting to watch wrestling in his Versace outfit and his long sideburns, and I thought he was fine as hell. But again, I digress. It has to be The Undertaker. The streak was amazing. I get it. This is He lived his entire career in character, not until he didn't become Mark Calloway, until he was about to go in the Hall of Fame. But of those four people in the whole business now, I know. Back in, I know he was what they called him—the um, the judge, the jury, and the executioner of the. Was he judge a wrestling court? He was the judge of wrestling court. Again, that's the inner workings. But just what I saw production-wise on TV, I think Undertaker may have to go.
0: So you are willing to get rid of your favorite wrestler of all time
1: for for the integrity of the sport of sport it's entertainment. With some yes. integrity.
0: I know. Yes. I know. E don't really rock with Taker like that. He said it no. when like, yeah. So like wow. that makes oh, perfect then, sense. Oh, and forget,
1: forget, yeah, forget yeah, that. No, no
0: that makes that makes sense though. But you saying yeah. check, you guys I'm are telling. full of it. You know who's got go. to go?
2: That's very novel. That's very novel. To me, this ain't even Brody close. G. Your favorite wrestler, and you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like wow. that's not. But but, but that's, that's really but I'm thing.
1: telling you that's how I that's how I pray. If you look at where we at as wrestling today in the WWE. Of these four people, I think he had the least impact.
0: Mm.
1: And, that, and that, and that's me saying. I mean, that's tough for me to All say because right. he is my favorite wrestler. But I'm being honest. Maybe The Rock would have been the close second.
2: Mm. Well, that's the, that's a very interesting question there, the way especially the way you pose it. Who had the mm-hmm. who more important to the WWE? I mean, I yeah, would, but that wasn't the question. The okay, question so, so then was, let me rephrase it. No,
1: no, 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 no. No, no, I still you feel the same way. No, actually, no, I feel the same way. Right, for like, you, how I, pre, how I first said it, yeah.
0: My answer is going to be the same. Who? Love you, sir. You got to go. Who? And I ain't even batting the eye. Who? When I tell you. Who? That we would just have to find Who? another top guy for the last 12 years. Who? Because Mr. Cena, you oh, got to go. Oh,
1: my God.
0: There is no way in the world.
1: He kept the company
0: running. That's fine. I don't care. Oh we'll, my
1: god, man! We'll find
0: another top guy. You know what? Remember, we talked about. Hey, who the top guy should have been between Orton, Batista, and Cena, Batista and Orton. You're up. You're listen, on deck.
1: Listen, I'm at the cover John Cena's ears. I don't yeah, want him to hear uh-uh. you saying that.
0: I no, I, I love The Rock too much. Uh, I mean, uh, the three of them. And Taker was way too important because if you want to go that way, I could argue, and we could argue, and you could argue. He knows this. If Taker was to jump ship. Back in 97, 98, when everybody else did, WWE is not even here. So there would be no chance for a John Cena to keep this thing going. But I, oh the, for me, God. it's not even that. I'm just oh looking at... God. I've never bought a John Cena shirt. I don't, I'm probably never... Oh, bought come it. on, but you bought Little
1: Matt every single color of John Cena shirt. Still, He's still got money from our household.
0: Little Matt's not a host of... That's freaking Wrestling <laughs> Podcast, like the, like the three of us are. All right, so don't give
2: a damn with Lil Matt things. It's all about me right now. And yes, but you just no. said
1: you didn't buy a, a T-shirt, but you bought a, a shirt in size small. In a hey, ju- hey, pa- hey,
2: hey, pause for a second. How long y'all keep calling him Lil Matt? That boy, like, seven foot one.
1: And actually, I don't even call yeah. him Lil Matt. Actually, I, it, I call him Matthew.
0: So I don't know why you can say it here. Until I'm not around anymore, that, he's always going to be it? Lil
2: Matt. Yeah, <laughs> he's I always get you. He's always Lil Matt. A, he, <laughs> he, he's I feel Matthew to
0: yeah. me. I feel you. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's Cena for me. It is. Wow. Yep. And and, and that's strictly but just how? from a personal thing. That's not... Okay. Yeah, this isn't like... It wasn't who had the most impact for the business. No, you just said one got to go. See you, Cena. That's all. <laughs> Ain't that serious? Wow. I got so, one for you now, then. I got one for okay. you now, I
2: would then. say that I was more of a... I was probably more of a fan of Undertaker versus John Cena during his run. Mm-hmm. But I was okay. always at least entertained from John Cena from a from a mic perspective. Like, like for wow. me... Take it, Taker, like his, I like Taker better when he was the badass, when, like the American, when he's the American badass. American badass. Like, That's I when like I started watching version. him. I like that version of him better than the Dead Man walking. I felt like the Dead Man was, was kind of bland. I think I felt like the Dead Man. We talked about the Fiend, mm-hmm. and we talked about the Fiend could be the next Undertaker, right? That was what we were kind of saying. I felt like the Dead Man was more. Uh, I don't know how to phrase it. But I'll take the fiend over the dead man.
1: Just character alone, not like what character. happens after it. Just character alone. Just okay. character.
2: Hmm. I I always felt the undertaker was bland. I always felt the hmm. dead man was bland.
1: But shouldn't he be But because
2: he's the undertaker. No, but no, nobody should be bland.
1: Okay, yeah. but I mean, yeah, no character, but one dimensional. And then at that time right now we got the fiend you have the big titantrons and all this extra effects and stuff like that just like with movies movies today to me look way better than movies back in the day because you can do more yeah but I could I appreciate what you're saying there but again undertaker gotta go
0: yeah. dang that's crazy you said alright yeah, so, gotta go. All right, so yeah. let's update this yeah We got four you got one of them's gotta go Okay. Kenny Omega CM Punk <laughs> punk seth rollins (laughs) cody rhodes
1: and same question just one has Mm -hmm. to go yeah just one got to go okay Well, punk for me
2: you said seth was in there
0: seth kenny punk cody kenny oh I can't believe I'm about to say this. It's Seth.
2: <laughs> I started to go with Seth too.
0: Yep, it's Seth. I can't believe I'm gonna say it. But if you had to ask me right now, like, hey, oh, you can't suck. watch one of them again.
1: Y'all suck.
0: It it would be it would be Seth.
1: Well, I would say Kenny, because I don't think I'm ever gonna see the old Kenny again.
0: Well, so you if will you ask that every, question. no, you will every January for Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs>
2: And see, that's that's ultimately Matt why I um, I went Seth over. I mean, uh, I kept Seth mm-hmm. over Kenny because I felt like I've had I will get and have had more big matchups from Seth, right? Like a lot of Kenny stuff is New Japan stuff, right? We don't get as much of it, and he's hasn't wrestled. He's wrestled some 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 top talent over in Japan, right? But Seth has wrestled. It's a who's who. Of who Seth has wrestled during his career and mm-hmm. will wrestle, just because of the people that go in and out of WWE. So I just think that there's a larger resume, right? If like if you can watch it on like you know on demand, I think that Seth will have a bigger library of matches for me to watch versus Kenny. I think the the two of them are pretty close, and I think for me as a fan, I'll take Seth. Okay, I think I think they both do the same things well, but I think Seth does all of them a little bit better. Well,
0: I I don't even know if I'll say better, but he does it more often. I mean, we just see Seth consistently. Real quick, before we get to AEW, because I was going to bring up a collision rating and then a couple, get your thoughts on just a few matches they've announced so far for All In. You hated the finish of Seth and Finn because you didn't like the whole Judgment Day piece with the potential breakup and all that. We saw, of course, on Raw Monday, the next step, you feel better about it? You still feel the same way? You feel worse? Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm, I'm like. I'm not like. So now I'm. I'm out of my feelings about it, right? Like it's. It is what it is. Um, I still think that Finn got to go. Like Finn's a sucker, like <laughs> right? Like that's the storytelling. Like he's a sucker, man. He he, he lost again. Up.
0: He's the one that got pinned last night, right? He got
2: pinned. He got yeah, pinned. He, got- <laughs> he 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 like he hotwire man. He coming out out of nowhere doing things, man. He just. He he he. Hey, look. Like if I'm part of the crew, like yo, he ain't gotta go. He he he's he's tripping right now. We gotta get either get him in line or he gotta go. I did think
0: last night, like who's the who's the leader of Judgment Day? seemed like Rhea, right? Dominic. It, seem,
2: it seems like they don't really have a leader, right? It seems like they're just four uh, you know, four friends, right? And you know, and not one person does have more of a dominant personality over the other, mm-hmm. but it seems like Rhea is the voice of reason for them, right? Oh, I think she's, definitely, she's, definitely the she's definitely the mama. She's definitely the mama.
1: Whoever does jail time is the leader of the crew. And that's Don. Oh, He did a hard time. He did
2: a hard time,
1: man. But no, to your point about Rhea, the way she came in when they were bickering, more so than the last time they showed this a couple months ago, when she came in, that was like straight mama mode. She channeled probably her own mama spirit. Her mama (laughs) instincts kicked in
0: hard. I was like, you got a kid somewhere you hiding? (laughs) Right. Because that sounded just like a mama. Yep. (laughs) That was crazy. Uh, Real quick. Uh Aew. So, collisions rating from Saturday was four hundred and seventeen thousand viewers. I
1: think that's great.
0: <laughs> I said that. <laughs> I said. Wow. I don't know what they expected when they're going up against, you know, WWE and you know the Logan Paul fight was was then and all that kind of stuff, but that was afterwards. Um, I think that's a good number. I'm sorry, Jake Paul. I think that's a good yeah. number, four seventeen. I, I think I'm so sure too. The, I'm sure the DVR numbers are strong, but. Not that bad. I think I, that's I, really good. Not that bad. If, if, they, if they are typically doing high sixes, low sevens... I thought you said I, they were I eight. I would... No, they hit eight like once.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I oh, would expect... That's even more better.
0: I would expect 250000 to 300000 to watch SummerSlam mm-hmm. over a quote-unquote
2: regular edition of Collision. hmm Now, you know what? That's so... I think on average they're uh, just under six k, six hundred k on average. Wow! So that just tells you they have about four hundred thousand people that don't watch WWE. Right, and that right. was the number. Remember, we say, like, all right, whatever number pulls up. Mm-hmm. Evidently,
0: That's you. This heart this heart has heart to, pain, to be the die yeah. die die hard. That's- I only watch AEW between AEW and WWE. Hey, yeah.
2: sadly, hey, look, I, hey, no, if you're if you're a fan or a friend of the show. I do apologize. I don't mean anything. I'm just Uh-oh. saying Uh-oh. what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it what it is. It's Uh-oh. Saturday and all you watching AEW, you know, Uh-oh. there it is, right? Say it. Like, yeah.
1: Say it. What do you mean by that? So I, 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 that's far by as far that? as I'm going to go with it. <laughs> what you I don't, I don't like what do you mean I by I don't understand these implications. What do you mean by that? Like what do you mean by that? You're saying like that you're L7 if you're watching Collision on a Saturday night?
2: Yeah, you got the you got the UFC, you got the the Paul fight, you got SummerSlam, you know, with Saturday night, you young, dumb, and maybe full of, you know, something, <laughs> you know, but you choose to stay home and watch- There you go. Uh, <laughs> Redis, Redis are getting excited again over there. That's what I'm talking about. You already I, know what's happening. Hey, Rodizia's like, like, let's hurry up and get this podcast over. I got something to do. That's like our maiden call. You know what it is. <laughs> like- Hey, right, but you you got all that going on, and on Saturday night you watching you watching Collision, <laughs> but that's fine. on hey to Easter no, no, here, nothing, wrong, with that. I nothing mean, wrong I mean, I just,
0: yeah, like I, I just couldn't imagine watching Collision over SummerSlam, but of course, that being, I know it's all just funny games. We're just, but if, around, if you but don't like,
2: if you're not a WWE guy, right? Correct, Collision, yep. right. Like, like, I don't have, a, I don't have a subscription to Peacock. I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. You, know, like, you know, Collision comes free on my TV. I, I think mean, that yeah. number's okay. I really think that is incredible. Oh, it's more than okay.
0: I think it's yeah. more than okay. It's great. Yep. Yep. So of course we know uh, college football starts, I think, this Saturday. Something so like we'll that. we'll start kind of seeing what they look like when they're going against major competition. But I think this this week or this past week was one of the stronger competition Saturdays they're gonna have. I you mean, know, until we get to Survivor Series, uh, there's not gonna be another major, major pay-per-view that I think is going to hurt that number and collision to be deeper into the game. So they'll pick up more fans. So they announced, uh, for collision this week, we have house of black versus CM FTR for the trios titles. I popped. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I, I can't wait to see the finish on this because they've already announced for all in, uh, the bucks versus FTR for the titles. So, Ooh. like, who takes the pin? Ooh. I, I, once again, you guys know how much I love collision, but and that match will be great. he's
1: gonna be a collision, right? Or everywhere,
0: yeah. He said, even collision, but
1: that's not Bucks, but still. right.
0: So, <laughs> yes, we got that match, and we also got uh Mercedes Martinez and Diamante versus Willow and Chris Statlander. So, I think that's gonna be a good match, too. E, to our earlier point about women getting better spotlights, so that's collision. There's a couple matches I'm excited for by Dynamite, but this comes out Wednesday, so we don't have to talk about that. I do want to bring up All In. So, so far, they've announced three matches. I want to get your guys' thoughts on these three matches. So, we know we got MJF versus Adam Cole for the AEW Championship. Just said it. FTR versus Young Bucks, number three, the rubber match for the AEW Tag Team Championship. And then CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. First three matches announced guess you can argue and say arguably they may be the top three matches give me your thoughts
1: i think these top three are magnificent i i would buy all in for these three matches here outside of the fact of where they're at and this is the biggest show in history blah 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 i don't make light of that but these three absolutely would sell the pay-per-view one of these could sell the pay-per-view my worry now just listening to this is did they kind of set theirself up for failure because we have All Out next week or the week after that? I don't know. That's not your question here. Um, but that is kind of like is in the front of my head now. Like, you're about to have this really great all-in card. Mm-hmm. How is that going to be followed on All Out? Because I would imagine that we should see at least something, uh, another match out of these people at All Out, right?
0: You mean like a all
1: Or just... Out of these 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 three people here are the three matches that you have your bucks, two people, FTR, two people, MJF, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, CM Punk Samo Joe, that's eight people right there. So I would imagine i would have seeing at least two of these eight people again on all
0: out. No, you're gonna see all you'll see all the. But all that's, eight that's of, the point that I am Maybe, maybe not, Joe. But I mean, regardless, whatever the the card is going to be for all in, their job is to now sell all out a week later, which it looks like both are gonna be on pay-per-view. There <sighs> is no combo. Of like, buy one, you get the second half off or anything like that. Or, you know, buy both for $100. Looks like they're both going to be full price. So that is what it is. Mm-hmm. They got to figure out, you know, how they're going to sell, you know, all out. I think All In is going to be sold. 80,000 people. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. People are going to buy the pay-per-view just to even see them run exactly. their first stadium show. And yeah. that may be worth the price of price of admission alone. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but if you look at just these three matches, you said, like, you're super excited. You think it's magnificent. Yeah. E, go ahead and shit on it.
2: Because <laughs> I know he is. No. I know he is. I mean, you know. I, honestly, like I, I started you. checking out. <laughs> Here it goes. I started checking out when I was Told like, you. I realized that, damn, I got to spend $100 in, in a win. <laughs> no, that's a lot. Like, no, I'm that's like, a lot. I don't, I don't know if I want to that. That's a lot. That's a lot. Right? I'm like, that's why I started I mean. thinking. And you got to think about that as, hey, as dude, as like, man, look, you're a lot of um, investment into your company. And to Rhodesia's point, all right, so you're going to build one pay-per-view and then you got a week to to sell me on another $50? Mm, and so far, what do we have for
0: All Out? We have um, Darby versus Luchasaurus for the AEW
2: TNT title. Did they announce something else yet? Or is that it so
1: far? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't okay. remember it. No.
2: I was listening. I don't remember anything specifically on collision. Um, however, I was your point going back to collision, man. When I saw the house of black, the house of black match, man. it was great. It was <laughs> great, man. they they they're, they're three. What do we call them? Not tag team moves. I guess they're triple threat. The trio tag moves. We move? have yeah, trio moves, whatever you want to call them. Like man. they have some moves, man. Like when they when uh, Malachi Black and Buddy threw. Um, one of them black guys. I, I'm sorry, black guy. I don't know which one you were. Black guy number three. When he threw him into um, how <laughs> about Lee? Lee? Was that was that? I don't remember who it was. Was it, was, it, was it Lee? Yep. Okay. When you threw Lee into the 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 forearm, I that looked nice. Man, they have a they look great as a unit, right? Oh, would also funny online. I'm not sure if exactly what um is what uh Julia Hart. Said to Lee on the way out. If we, we still looked, had
0: the TFW moment of the week, that would have been that my
2: moment of the week.
0: That would have she been was, my moment of the week. She
2: was she was walking by. She was a grim dog in uh, Lee. Like you're not getting any. <laughs> she sure did. Not, <laughs> she like, said you're, you're not getting any. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that was. So I saw that great match. I love them. I think they're an awesome tag team. But then when I saw that they're matched up against FTR and CM Punk, come on, man, come I'm on, like, oh. That's gonna yeah. be a good match, but I'm like, all right, they could be lose, they could lose those championships, mm. right? Like on that, because I can see that happening. But like, my, uh, like you can't give it to them the championship because FTR is also challenging the Young Bucks after the next pay per view, right? They can't go into the match with the trios and the tag, or can they? Because
1: <laughs> oh, they, because
2: they could lose the tag team titles to the Young Bucks, but they're still three way champions. I mean, now you keep the the trios champions. Well, still on Collision. That's why I started thinking about more so than pay-per-view. I'm like, oh, no, what does this mean for my house of black? But it's a, it's an interesting question, <laughs> right? And that's going to be a good match. You know, we got the FTR, Young Bucks. Uh, how many, what's this? Is this their third match? Yes, it's, no, this is the rubber match. They're the rubber band right
1: match, rubber band match.
2: So, All right, so I mean, question
0: for both of y'all then. Do we get the Young Bucks first appearance on Collision this Saturday interfering in that match?
2: No. You you know what I like. I love that. That's a question that we have to ask ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We don't we don't know the backstage stuff or what could what could happen, but the fact that 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 is a possibility is very intriguing for that show. That's why Collision is just one of the best shows to watch in wrestling. It's just I'm lying. Too bad you. it's on a it's on a terrible day and time, but. Man, they could pop up. I'm hoping they do. I hope they cost them the chance, the, yeah, cause them to chat. Yeah, because I just I just like, don't know how you
0: get out of this finish. Like, yeah, I guess, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, maybe Ricky gets involved from a CM Punk's perspective and causes them to lose. I don't know. But when I saw that match, the match is gonna be fantastic. The hey, finish here, here's, be even better. Here's
2: their way. Here's their way out of it. Um, Brandon Cutler. Comes back and he interferes, right? So now it have to be the Bucks. Hey he man, uh, a, what's, he his name? what's the name? What's other guy's name? Nakamura. Um, uh,
1: Nakamura. <laughs> just to, just yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: That's their way out of it, but it's it's very interesting, man. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I can't wait to see that match. Um, but I'm not looking forward to spending hundred dollars in in a week to watch them. Like, of course, we know how excited I've been about
0: MJF Adam Cole. Absolutely, yes, and that deserves to be the main event. Uh, FTR Young Bucks, there is no hype for it yet, but we know they're going to kill it gonna be in that match. match. Yep. The one I'm a little like, oh, man, is Punk and Samoa Joe. If you, if you're gonna, if you were going to run that at All In, they should have never wrestled in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. I know the whole story they're going with is we can't finish this on a roll-up, but imagine how much more excited we will all be if this was the first time they've touched since... They're all ROH days. So I'm not too maybe, mad
1: about that, but you, I see your point. You're right. Yeah. It would have been even more sweeter if we didn't see it until All In. And I'm but. wondering
0: maybe that this was a backup plan. I'm wondering mm. maybe if the original plan they may have had fell through or is going to fall through. We know the other rumored match for All In, which I am not excited about, is Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Like, mm. mm, I think there is something more that Osprey could do, but that's another rumored match for all in. Um, so, I mean, overall, I think mean, I'm really excited about two out of three of those. And we don't punk and Joe, they're going to deliver, but we should see a lot more happening. Of course, on, on dynamite this week. And then we know we're going to see a lot more on collision, but Hey, they got three weeks. They got three weeks to build all in. They got four weeks to build all out. Give me a
2: Christian promo every week.
0: I'll be good to go. Did you watch it? Did you watch it I with did. his little daughter? <laughs> <I did.
1: laughs>
2: Security, get her out of here. She doesn't have the credentials. So I'm like. <laughs> like, what a horrible I shouldn't like you because I like I don't want to be some kids, man. But, but I, I guess if it, it's though.
1: this kid, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna love that kid more uh, yeah. than he loves his own kid.
2: All bets are off, right? Uh,
0: yeah. all, <laughs> uh y'all got anything else before uh, we get out of here?
1: just a quick one. If we had the tip every moment of the week, it was Kayla, I guess is leaving the bump. I don't watch the bump, but she's leaving the bump. And Polly did a video like a good Paul Heyman, Did a little cute video to her. And it starts off saying something along the lines of, Hey, you want me to, they wanted me to come on here and rag you and blah, 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 blah. But in the end, I can't pretty much is bigger enough talking about how she was a great person to work with that he can't wait to maybe in the future work with her again and, and send it her off properly. And in natural Paul Heyman fashion, what does he do at the end when he thought cameras was done after he did the period, eh, period uh, and did cut? He's talking mad junk about her. But again, it was just so heartfelt because he felt what he said in the beginning. Um, and then of course that was all for entertainment toward the end and, and Kayla you could tell she was about to get kind of teary eyed as well but that was again you don't know what happens kind of behind the scenes and great for her I don't know if she's leaving the company or she's just done oh. with the bump okay oh. she's done with the bump okay so I thought that was a really cute moment
0: it was it was, it was real cool it was real cool
1: and I'm out. that's it
0: you guys know I ask you on every Wednesday pod what are you most looking forward to Rest and Wise for the remainder of the week it is a buffet of stuff on either Dynamite or SmackDown or Collision. What are you most looking forward to?
1: Dang, I wish I was so quick-witted like you are. Um, I was gonna say Anna Jay's match against, and I forgot who she's wrestling, but she's getting a, a she's getting a, a match Wednesday on Dynamite. <laughs> but she worked
0: she worked Rampage mm-hmm. against Sky Blue, the Battle of the Booties.
1: And she won. She beat Sky Blue. She beat Sky for, Blue.
0: Thanks for spoiling it.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You, I'm, I'm confident you weren't watching yeah. for the winner. Because you, was, you were watching. winning anyways.
0: Yeah. I just love to see both of them bump in the ring. Um, but, yeah, I got to go back and watch that. So your thing is Anna J. That's yeah. interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but I couldn't <laughs> get my
1: joke quick enough, so never mind. I
0: Damn, it.
2: You're looking forward to a match. You have not know who wrestling, huh? Wow. <laughs> but for me... Um, I gotta go with uh, Collision I wanna see that, that That six man match We just talked about Why it's gonna be interesting Who can show up mm-hmm. Who's gonna win And how it's gonna lead To this pay-per-view I, It's very very intriguing I know we got the As you said We got a lot going on Right We, we, we got Smackdown coming up We got The continuation From rest of SummerSlam um, But for me It's going to be Collision And that six man Yeah that's mine Is them making sense Of this Jimmy Uso,
0: Jay Uso thing. I typically go with something on Collision, but I'm, I'm locked in on SmackDown this Friday. We also have RBD on Dynamite oh, 2, yeah. so that should be cool to see what the next progression is for Jack Perry um, and how that leads to who, who he wrestles for all out or all in, excuse me. So, But yeah, for me, it's, it's the Uso piece and how they move on from there. So there you go, guys. Another jam pack. This may be one of our longer Thursday shows. Or Thursday. Wednesday shows. Excuse me. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating. Leave some reviews. Go on there. Type up some real nice things for us. All right. We already talked about Twitter. We talked about the YouTube. We are wrapped. We will talk to you guys next week. See you then.